Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast formerly known as the Tiger Shulman Smithtown Podcast, but which will be known from now on as Sensei's Weekly Mindset. Uh, I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. Uh, so I'm here back again in my home recording space, ready to give you guys a little bit of food for thought, just like always. But I want to take a moment to address why the name changed. Very simple reason, right? As I was talking to people at Flex Fights, I was realizing how long the podcast title was and how complex it was to spell. So I figured let me make people's life just a little bit easier. And all I did was simply change it to the second idea I had for the podcast uh, as far as the title goes after the initial title. So from, from here on out, it'll be Sensei's Weekly Mindset, since most of the time that's what we're talking about anyway, is mindset style stuff. And this week will be no different in that regard. So to that end, let's get to the mindset I wanted to talk about this week. So I was talking to a few people this week. I was talking to my students and I was talking to some, some new students in my school. Uh, and I was making an observation. See, my school is located right by an LA Fitness, a big gym chain that we have here in the Northeast. I'm sure they're everywhere, but they're very big here in the Northeast. And uh, one trend that I notice every single year is every January, the parking lot is packed, at least for the first two weeks. And then shortly after that, the parking situation gets way, way better. All of a sudden, there's a lot more free spots available, and it whittles down to the same 10 or 12 cars that are there all the time. And uh, at least that's in the parking lot that my school shares with LA Fitness. And that's very common in the gym model, right? People sign up like gangbusters in January. A very, very, very small percentage of them continue to train beyond that initial couple of weeks. Uh, most are, over 80% are done before February has gotten here. And then by the time February has gotten here, most of those people have, uh, have gone as well. Most of the people that were left, I should say, have gone as well. And that's because of a very, very simple mindset that most people have, a very simple fact about human beings. When it comes to human beings, we are great when it comes to motivation. We are great when it comes to inspiration, meaning when we are feeling very motivated or when we are feeling very inspired, we, jump, we tend to jump into things with both feet. I know I'm not the only one who gets an idea and runs that idea and goes full steam ahead into that idea, even if the idea doesn't pan out all the way. I, I know my wife, Mrs. Hente, she's exactly the same way. Uh, you know, when she has an idea in her head, she gets it, she sets up everything full steam ahead, and maybe the idea fizzles, but nonetheless, she, she winds up putting her everything into it. The problem that we have as human beings is not so much motivation or inspiration, because we can be inspired, we can be motivated. The problem that we have is we don't stay inspired or motivated. That's a human thing. See, inspiration is a spark. It's just a spark. And sometimes you'll take that inspiration or that, mo mo that momentary motivation and you'll run with it and you'll build it into something great. You'll take that spark and you'll build it into a fire. But the reason that that happens is not just the initial inspiration or motivation. What comes after is the part that gets the job done, that gets 
the actual accomplishment having happened. We have to go from motivation and inspiration to a course, and then what matters is once we're on that course, our level of dedication. That's what matters. That's the big difference. Because, let's be honest, who is inspired every single day? I mean, I, I try to inspire other people every single day, but I'm not inspired every single day. I'm not motivated every single day. I'm a human being. Right? Human beings all have fleeting motivation. And the problem that most people have when it comes to seeing things through to the end is the simple fact that when it comes to motivation, they rely on it 100%. And if you wait until you're always motivated to do something, you'll wait forever. I'm rarely always motivated, right? That's just, that's not the way the world works. What I am is self-disciplined. See, that matters. When we have systems to fall back on, when we have habits to fall back on, and more importantly, when we have self-discipline to fall back on, everything else is easy from there. Because the initial motivation will get you rolling. The initial inspiration will get you rolling. But what matters beyond that initial moment is what you do beyond the initial moment. Uh, again, getting started, that's the easy part. Keeping going, that's the, that's the more difficult part. I'll give you a few examples to illustrate my point. First and foremost would be the example I gave you earlier, the gym. Right, people sign up like gangbusters and they join a gym in the month of January, right? They've made, they've made their New Year's resolution. They're going to get themselves into better shape this year. And then rather than change anything or do any different plan than they've ever done before, they do exactly the same plan that they've always done. They sign up for a gym for a year. They don't hire a personal trainer. They don't get a workout buddy. They don't do anything differently. Instead, they just keep moving forward in that same direction. And because they're likely not very educated when it comes to fitness, because they're likely not very educated when it comes to nutrition, when, because they're likely not a very self-disciplined person when it comes to working out. They stay the course for a little while, and then shortly after, they fall off. It's funny, that's one of the things I tell people all the time, you know, that people will mention how expensive certain things are, and I always look at it in terms of like a per-visit kind of expense. So let's just pick a really easy number to do math with. Let's say that a gym costs $50 a month for a person to go to. That means a year costs them 600 bucks, right? So now, if that person signs up for the year, pays 600 bucks, and they go for that first month, and only that first month, that first month costs them 600 bucks, right? But now, how many times did they go in that month? Did they go five times? Six times? If they went six times, each of those visits cost them a hundred bucks. If they went five times, it cost them 120 bucks. Right? That's expensive. That's crazy expensive. Right? But why did it cost them that? Because they relied solely on motivation. And when you rely on motivation only, it's really hard for you to see any kind of results or any kind of long-term gain. But let's talk about another example that illustrates this point. Another great example that illustrates this point would be the diet industry as a whole. 
right? Most people, when it comes to a diet, and when I say diet, I, I mean like a fad diet. I'm not talking about necessarily eating properly. I'm talking about a fad diet. You know, you, uh, a Weight Watchers, a Jenny Craig, and Adkins, these type of things. Most people go on these things assuming that it's going to change their life forever. And that's certainly not the case, right? Instead, the bigger issue is uh, when these people attempt this, this diet that they, they get on, they get on and they just do blindly what they're told. In other words, if it's Weight Watchers, they learn the point system and then they're just taking whatever they want to eat and using their Weight Watchers recipes. They're never really learning about nutrition. They're never really learning about what the impact these things have on their body. They're never learning about what foods do what in their system. And since they're not learning about it, they don't have any education. Right? And because they went to an extreme very quickly, a very big caloric restriction, yes, they're going to lose some weight, absolutely. But eventually what happens? They fall off. Right? And as far as, I'm, as far as my understanding goes, when it comes to most people in those programs, right? a lot of those programs will preach a kind of all-or-nothing mentality, and I, I don't necessarily agree with that. I mean, I, I, I look at our own 90-day challenge that we're doing now, and yes, we're trying to get as many of the hours, minutes, days, all the meals, exercise, perfect that we can during those 90 days. But we also know that the reality is you're not going to get all 90 of those days, all 100% of those meals perfect. It's just not going to happen. It's not realistic. Instead, what matters is that you get the majority, the vast majority, the overwhelming majority of those done correctly. And if you find yourself off path for a meal, you bounce right back for the next one. See, the reason most people lack success when it comes to nutrition is they're unable to stick with this long term, right? Like I had a family member years ago and she did Adkins when Adkins was first popular and she lost a ton of weight. She just didn't eat a carb for uh, quite a while and she lost a ton of weight. Um, she lost it very quickly too, which is not uber surprising when it comes to Adkins because she was not, you know, a super healthy eater and uh, she went she went to eating the Adkins way and uh, loses a bunch of weight and then magically she comes off Adkins and what happens when she comes off Adkins? She gets right back to the same place that she was. But that's all too typical a story of most fad diets. People start because of the inspiration, right? They stay inspired as long as the progress lasts. But the thing is, when it comes to all nutrition, all diets, Right? all exercise, right? it's not as though the gains or the results stay consistent the entire time. What I mean by that is, let's just use weight loss as an example to, to make it easier to wrap our head around. If you lose five pounds a week in the beginning, you're not going to continue to lose five pounds a week every week for the entire time that you're doing the diet. That's not sustainable. Instead, you lose five pounds in the beginning, and then it's going to level off to one or two pounds, and sometimes that number's even going to go in the other direction. You'll gain a pound for a week, or things will just level off completely. When we know that's happening, when those moments happen, I should say, that's where dedication comes into play. Staying dedicated, trust in the course, all right? leaning on somebody who's educated, who's your coach or your mentor, who's going to help push you through. But more importantly, 
what matters is that you don't just abandon it. Right? Now, I'm not saying that Atkins is the healthiest way to eat. I don't believe it is. But all diets will help you lose weight. It may not be healthy weight. It may just be, you know, it may be weight you don't want to lose. But all nutrition programs work or they wouldn't be popular. To that end, right, as soon as she lacked dedication to the process, she went back, right back where she was. And that's all too common a theme in the nutrition world. Right? We get to a certain port, point, results start to level off, or they start to shrink, right? or they start to move in the other direction. Or you cheat a little bit, you stumble a little bit, and as soon as that happens, the, the dedication goes out the window. You know, right? the, the initial motivation is gone, you're no longer motivated by results because they're not there, and you're right back where you were. Instead, the key to long-term success is staying dedicated to a course of action. Now, that's a lot easier to say than it is to do. Right? There, there's a reason that in martial arts, there's what's called an attrition rate, meaning that many people start. Not nearly as many people are around a decade later, later you know, two decades later, three decades later. Well, why? Simple, simple reason. Because at a certain point, self-discipline has to, has to take over. Dedication has to take over. And there's a myriad of reasons why people lose dedication. Sometimes it's them, sometimes it's not. But again, there, there's a reason that there's far more white belts in martial arts than there are black belts. Why? Because most people lack the dedication to stay the course. Now, can it be built over time? A hundred percent. And that's really what I want to get to next, is the building of that dedication. See, I believe that's the most important skill that we can teach ourselves, is dedication. Because if you have dedication, you can get better at everything that you do. That's really what it boils down to, right? The dedication that, that we learn doing anything can translate to anything. I've said this old quote before, and I'll say it again, I'm sure. When you know the way broadly, you can see it in all things. In other words, when you learn how to get good at one thing, you learn how to get good at anything. Right? Very, very true statement. Right? We're very easily able to take the skill of learning certain things and apply it very broadly to other things. Right? The problem that, that, that happens is often people learn that initial dedication skill in something that they're very talented at. For example, someone learns how to play the piano, they have a lot of natural aptitude for the piano, they've gotten to a point of mastery with the piano, and now because they've gotten there, when they try to go and be a beginner again at something else, they've forgotten how to be a beginner because it's been so long since their beginner phase. However, if they translated those skills that they learned from mastering the piano, if they took that same skill set and they applied it to anything, martial arts, fitness, chess, I, I don't know, you pick an activity right, and send it out there, anything can be related back to that same dedication. If you want to learn how to snowboard, it requires the same level of dedication, the same level of mental fortitude that comes from anything else. So realize how important learning that dedication comes from, which is why it's so important that you take up an activity that you enjoy. I talked a couple weeks ago about doing one thing every day that you hate. And I certainly still agree with that statement. However, 
I also suggest, right, I, I think pursuing a skill that you love is a really important thing. Because the more you do that, the more you pursue the skill that you love, right? the, even though you're not going to be good at it right away, even though it's going to require dedication, the more you do that, it's going to build dedication in you. It's a lot easier to stay dedicated to something that you love. Right? Like, let, let's go back to the idea of, of someone who's not consistent or not dedicated to working out. Why? Why is it? Well, because when it comes to their fitness routine, they don't have any kind of feedback loop, right? They go to the gym, they do their workout, and then when they do their workout, there's no real way for them to track their progress. Sure, they'll maybe be able to lift more weight more times, but there's no one there recognizing their praise. There's not the community that's there. Right? There's not someone else to positively motivate them when they've accomplished things, unless they hire themselves a personal trainer or they're doing group fitness classes. People tend to be more successful in that environment with group or with personal attention or like in, in an environment like mine because there's a positive feedback loop. Right? What I mean by that is there is the community there to support you. You're missing class, you have other people bothering you. Hey, where were you? I missed you, I didn't see you. Right? You, you get that. Then you get me telling you, hey, I, I missed you, where were you? Right? You get the pump up every time that you're there, the positive environment, the positive vibe from everybody. And that continues uh, in the lobby before class, after class in the lobby, sometimes even all the way out to the parking lot. But then, most importantly, you're getting that positive feedback, not only from your classmates, but also from me and the other instructors, keeping you going. And when there's that positive thing to, to bounce off of you, when there's that po positive feedback bouncing off you, it's very, very easy for a person to keep them to build dedication in themselves. It happens kind of automatically, right? It's kind of funny. I'll talk about a woman from my school this evening that, or rather, that yesterday evening got her new belt. And she's a reasonably new student in the school. Uh, she started uh, back in like the summertime. Uh, and she came in uh, looking to get herself in better shape. She's been a parent in my school for a couple of years now. Her daughter has special needs. Um, and she came in because she wanted to get herself in shape. And she's a character, man. It's a big personality. And she's a big personality in the lobby, and she's a big personality in, you know, with all of her classmates before and after class. Um, and she was talking to me last night about you know, the weight that she's lost and the progress that she's made. And she's talking about how just good she feels to be being her and how she never thought she would get to a place where she actually loved doing the things that were healthy for her. She was a big party animal to go along with that big, part, uh, uh, big personality. And now she's in a place where she's really dedicated to the betterment of herself. She's really dedicated to her own health. She's got really strong reasons as to why it's important to her. But what's more important is she's taking that initial why and she's running it through the feedback loop. In other words, she, she has that initial reason that got her started. Now she gets to class. It's a positive environment. She's made great friends. People look forward to seeing her and being around her. And it rolls right into the next class because now when she leaves that next class, not only after having you know, gotten the work from, from me and, and the other instructors in my school, but also that when she is leaving, she knows her friends are looking forward to seeing her next class. 
right? There's the group chats that are always going on of people, hey, make sure you're in class and this kind of stuff, of people just re-motivating the next person to get them back there for their next class. Why? Because again, now with that social aspect added in addition to the instructor motivating them, in addition to the fun environment, in addition to the results, it adds another layer to help a person be dedicated. Right? Now it's much simpler for her to show up for her next class. It's a lot more difficult to skip that class. So now what's happening? Because of all these positive environments, she's building dedication. Whether she's intending to or not, she's building dedication. And now this dedication is bleeding over into other areas of her life. It all started because of that little spark of inspiration. But then she found an environment that nurtured that, that brought that out and made and, and built that positivity in her to where she wanted to be dedicated to it. Maybe she didn't think that word or she didn't think that way, but she wanted to do it even more to an even higher level. And by doing that, by pursuing that, now she's building dedication that she can take to everything else that she does. And it's the same thing for anybody. When you, when you get started with that spark of inspiration and you find the positive environment that's gonna keep that, help you keep that inspiration rolling, realize we're not going to rely on the inspiration. The inspiration just gets us started. But then some momentum, some dedication has to get, to, uh, get taken over. Because right? we can't rely on motivation and inspiration. They're just the elements that start the fire. Dedication is, the one, is what keeps it burning. So if I, if I could give you any advice, it would simply be, whatever you're doing, do your best to get dedicated to it. Because getting dedicated to it, to it will make you that much better at it and it will translate over into everything else you do. So that's all I have for you guys this week. As always, please make sure that you guys leave a rate and a review wherever you're listening. Make sure you subscribe. New episodes every Wednesday. Please make sure you share the podcast so others can experience the, uh, the mindsets and the motivations that we're going to give out. You can always reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at sensei underscore leonelli. You can find, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> you can find me on Facebook. I'm Sensei James Leonelli. You can find my school online at tsksmithtown.com. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at tsmma underscore smithtown. You can find the podcast on Instagram at Sensei's Weekly Mindset. You can find out more about the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole at tsk.com. And until next time, my friends, invest in yourselves. I will see you guys on the mat.